1: Tardies. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back in here. It's another one of these. It's been 69 hours since we last signed off. (laughs) And the weekend is over, and the work week is nigh upon us. How you boys doing? It is Monday. It is Taylor. It is show number 3,455 under my watch. This thing here will be very lively. This thing here will be very texas with you for the next three hours and over the course of the next three hours, I'm going to kick sports' ass on account of that's what I get paid to do. At your service, my name is Mike Taylor, radio mercenary, a.k.a. the mayor of that sport in South and Central Texas. With you on the airwaves of KTKR, iHeartRadio, Ticket 760, San Antonio and Bear County and all along the northern Mexican border, all up and down the Gulf Coast of Corpus Christi regional area. And all along the oil drilling and the shale-fracking hinterlands of deep south, Texas. Afternoon, everybody. It's a new work day. It's a new work week. It is Monday. It is, gosh, it is the 24th already of October in that never-ending strange time we all live in together in our Lord and Savior Mary's World 2K and 22. The Audio Disseminator Deluxe is Samuel Adon-Freeze. AKA the Biggest Puma. Michael Parsons look good again. You can hit me up on email if you want it, TaylorSack at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Instagram if you want to do that. You certainly may do that. The Instagram handle, it's at Mike Taylor Show. And if you want to do things with us on Twitter, you can always do that Hello, too. Twitter the Twitter handle, it is also at Mike Taylor Show. You can play Tickle the Pickle with the Puma. He can be had at Biggest Puma and away we go. How, do, <gasps> how do boys doing. How are all how, how are we all doing in here? How no, the Yankees doing. They ain't. <laughs> they ain't. I've embraced the hate. I've always been a guy that did that though. I'm not an emo like you. I like to I, I bring on the hate. I it's want a it. For me. Like now I don't claim Ted Cruz or nothing, but I get off on a situation like he was in last night. I want to be at a ballpark and get cussed out. Get cussed out of the stadium.
2: I, I thrive off that, dude. I'm not going to lie. No question. It looked kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, to have. I just, just walk out with two, two big target. ass little fingers exactly. in the air. You know we're going to win in November,
1: right? Okay. Wait, what Check do you back mean? back in the midterms. What? The oh, Republican you know, the Party.
2: Repo- I thought you meant the Astros, because he was rooting for both teams Well, yeah, last he had
1: night. his Astros orange on, and he was cheering for Yankees whenever they'd strike somebody out, because he's make a cuck. sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> he's a cuck. That's how it makes sense. It made, makes he's sense for, He's for whatever he needs to be in the moment. He's a dirtbag. However, I I, th- I could thrive in that scenario that he was in last night. I love it's it. Than <laughs> because... 50% of the successful talk show's career is what? Love and support from his listeners. What is 50% of the other half of a successful talk show's career? If you're going to last for a long time, hate. Hate is also your friend. Love and hate are both your friends. It is indifference that is the enemy. All right, let's get on with it. It's 410. Sorry, I got my phone plugged in over here and I got a short cord. It's 410 on The Taylor Show. <laughs>
2: Ain't nothing us redneck Mm. girls like more than some hot, steamy Taylor Trash. Mm Mmm. Mmm.
1: All right, so I've joked for years that I have
2: ADHD. Joked? And it's funny. Well, I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure I do. It's just never been because you're not going to ever get right. it diagnosed. Why on earth would I go? Sure. Actually,
1: we have a doctor tell me that I have it and try to put me on pills. I'm not going to do that.
2: Well, you can all you can just go and get them to say, yeah, you have it, and then you can decline medication. Yeah, that requires getting in the car and making an yeah, appointment, driving true. over
1: there, and filling out paperwork and stuff. I've always assumed that I was ADHD. But I'm not a pizza, so I didn't have my mom get me diagnosed so she can stick my ass on Ritalin so she wouldn't have to watch
2: me half the day because I sat in a corner staring at my own wiener because I was out of my head. No correlation between having ADHD and being a pizza (laughs) whatsoever. I correlate it, so there, there is some correlation for me. That's what that's what works for my mental health, Puma. Don't don't question oh, me. What works oh, for I'm my sorry. mental right. health? You know what? You're right. Thank I, you. Let me. Thank I, you. I retract my previous statement. I want you to do whatever's best for your mental health. But every once in a while, possibly having
1: ADHD is a pain in the ass. Case in point: dealing with a lot of things off the field with my girlfriend's mama. Uh, we've lost a guy here at the station who I want to talk about later. Um, we're we're, we're we're an AM stepchild show kicked in the literally in the corner of the building. I'm not sure my manager even knows my name anymore. Not we're you. Dealing with a lot of Your boss's boss. I don't think he even knows who I am. I don't think he knows my name. God, so oh, right. God, no. If he knows you and not me, I'm quitting on Monday. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So we're just, I have, I have a lot going on. And this is pretty surprising because I, uh, you know, I like me some me. And rule number one of the successful talk show is to make it all about you. Yes. And never let a never never let an opportunity go by to pat yourself on the back. No. Or bring attention to yourself, or stake your wiener out there and let everybody see it shine.
2: Big old long
1: black one. And you know me, I'm always looking to mail in a show on Friday. I completely forgot what Friday was. Friday was the 21st. It was the 15th anniversary of me being on the ticket.
2: Well, I'm sure you were reminded by management's emails congratulating you for another year, big anniversary party. No, hosting. that would
1: have helped, sure. <laughs> it would have helped to have had the company reach out and say, hey man, thanks for 15 big, long, hard years. It blew right past me. Dude, they didn't remember the 10th. They didn't remember the first. They didn't do nothing when I had show 760. Come on now. I forgot, though. That's insane. I feel like Tony Dorsett can't find his daughter's soccer
2: field. Okay. That was That's, too much. Was, I <laughs> apologize to my dad <laughs> yeah, and all old call, school baby boomer cowboys. Well call him a pizza while he at it. My while bad. He no, certainly, he certainly was remember. not a pizza. Losing your brain and having ADHD is not associated with being not like that. I'm, I'm just trying to learn the Gen X mental health playbook here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it varies and changes. Because if you're not a pizza, you, you evolve. You, you get tough. You toughen up and leave all that crap behind. You move on. No, I can't believe it, man. So let me just say belatedly to myself, happy anniversary, Mike.
2: Didn't you? I told you this was coming up, too. I thought you were the producer of this show. I was too excited I, about Dan Campbell's
1: homecoming. I was, too. I was way more excited about Dan Campbell talk and Forgot all about our anniversary. Yeah. Not just, it wasn't like it was the, the fourth year. Or the, One ass cheek and three toes. wasn't like it was a, like an off year. It was the 15th. It was a milestone year. It was
2: year. a good, well, what not even number, but a good Right. You it's you a know. milestone year. Landmark number.
1: Yeah. You know how many guys do Benchmark. this? You know, you know how many people in this state do this for a living that have been on the same show? 15? Fifteen years? Uh,
2: this is seven, maybe less than ten.
1: Twelve. Who's, who's tops? left in Houston that's been doing the same show as my, as long as me? I don't think anybody. I don't. Who think do we got here? We got who's on our station years. in Houston? Adam Clanton. He hadn't been doing his afternoon gig for about six years. Calishaw? Uh, Calishaw?
2: No, Salisbury.
1: He no, uh, nah, he's been years. there about six yeah. years,
2: five, six years. Who's the former quarterback All those slap on
1: kilt. They haven't been doing it. You got to be careful saying kilt Yeah. On the air. Yeah. air. KILT. K-I, say KILT three times. No, I'd rather not. Because <laughs> And the ESPN station's an abomination. They, they flip formats every six months. Metro Sex, all those guys at the ticket up there have been on longer than me. That's why I said like seven. And Dunham and Miller, Norm. Who am I missing? No, see, not, not even the hard line. They switched. Mike Reiner quit. Not Sturm. He switched shows and partners. Norm's been on longer than me.
2: Well, Dunham and Miller Norm longer has than switched me. Switch too, though. I mean, he's added. Well, he added. Those. Yeah, I've added too.
1: Technically, you're my Donnie. <laughs> but you've got a little bit more than him. Okay, don't thank get you. offended. <laughs> yeah, no, I was Norman Dunham and Miller. Um, nobody on that K bag. Choppy had been on longer than me. He got that job about two years after I got this job. Ooh. We're top five in longevity, and if not top three, and I
2: forgot.
1: Goes to show you how much I care
2: anymore, well, not a you, good sign. Do you count, <laughs> I mean, how many day parts have you done, though, and how many Two. times have you bounced back and forth? Well, Bubba, when you're Bryce Harper, you hit different spots in the order, but Okay, I, okay? Uh, yeah. Some matchups, you're leading off, others, you're in that three-hole yeah, but it's always been the Mike Taylor show on this station, right? Yeah, I've had cohorts,
1: and when I'm pr- and I'm proud of my cohorts, I'm, and I you know so I, I think I figured since you got promoted to manager, I would you'd remind me of these things and stuff. Thought we'd have like L- DJ, DJ LG be on, mm-hmm. tell some old war stories. We'd do a bit and have the ghost of Frosty on the phone. You know, or, we did that last year.
2: That was good. I know it was that fun. Was good yeah, show, JB
1: yeah. called in from the valley to uh-huh. give us the death watch report. With the cartels and stuff, completely forgot about it. Pretty crazy. I'm just really bogged down right now by stuff. You know, I just, I've been busy. It was a, t- it was a, it was a terrible week personally. Losing Russell right after the show on Friday, and I knew he had been sick. Uh, Nina lost her mother. I've been, f- I I'd just flown in from the hellscape two weeks ago. I guess I'm making excuses here. I just totally forgot. So let me just say belatedly, thank you, Thunderdome. You have kept this show rolling here for 15 years now. How on earth did we make it five years? It's a miracle. It really is. I almost got fired two months after I started. And had I been here six months, I think I would have been fired. But I was so new. Matt Martin, who's not even here anymore either. Matt Martin would not have gone to bat for me. But he felt like he had to because they just hired Mike dumbass. <laughs> yeah, we can't. I've been this on the turn, gig six
2: weeks. Can't have this turn sour that quickly. It's a bad yeah, look on I, them. I was, I was talking bad about news reporters
1: over at WOAI Television. No way. And they got
2: pissed off. <laughs> you mean basically what we did for two segments last week? Calling for the removal of one news anchor from yeah, a network? that's true. Never changed. Yeah, well, 15, 15 years well, later.
1: <laughs> 15 years ago, I wasn't even calling for her job. I, I wasn't calling for nobody's job. That dumbass Esteban over at Fox 29, his ass needs to be, they need to do him a favor and shoot his, shoot his ass out in the back parking lot, get rid of him. I can say those things now 15 years in, but real? six weeks on that job. And we also had a partnership in those days with Channel 4. We were still owned by Clear Channel in those, da- in those days. And they got mad because I was talking bad about their people. Uh, the, the crazy thing is I had been talking bad about people on the other stations too, but they didn't bitch about that. Well, funny how that works. They wanted bias radio, and I wasn't going to do it. And Matt Martin went to bad for me. I'm out, but he, had to, he had to go up there and defend me, and I kept my job. And here I am 15 years later. Peter Bolger, who hired me, the first PD that I had here, he didn't think I'd make it a year either. I told you. I didn't either. Remember? I told you this story. I had a one-year contract with the company option, which meant that after that meant after the year, they could exercise a second year or not. So that I was only guaranteed the year. But I didn't think I'd make it the year, which is why I only took out a six-month lease on my apartment when I moved down here. I had a one-year contract and made sure to get a six-month lease in case I got Just my head case. lopped off. Yeah. Uh. I was going to go back up to the Metro sex and become a teacher. So that's it. I just totally forgot. Thank you, Thunderdome. Jeez, oh, What show number are we at today? Today's 3,455.
2: Three
1: the belated anniversary. Of course, we're the Durham Bulls, man. Of course, we forgot our own damn anniversary. So if I ever forget like Nina's birthday or something, baby, I for- I don't even remember my own damn anniversary. on my own radio show. It's a
2: nice built-in excuse, actually. sure is,
1: but it's honest. I'm not doing a bit. I really did forget Friday. Just been a lot going on. Damn. So thank you, Thunderdome. That's it. I got nothing I, other than thanks a lot. I don't want to make today's show about that. It's past, our, our opportunity's gone now. We got to talk about, we got Dak Duck and stuff. Dak Duck? Man, yeah, we got a Dak Duck and Duck Duck.
2: That works. See Dak Duck. Dak <laughs> Preston. <laughs> we can celebrate. So thank you. We can celebrate here in a couple hundred shows when I hit a thousand on this. That'll be the next big milestone. Oh, 200 away from 1,000? About 300 away, yeah. We'll see if I. We'll let's, see. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> see what <laughs> happens. Let's, just, let's get
1: to the end of the year. I'm
2: trying to incentivize <laughs> effort here. <laughs> let's get to
1: the end of the year. All right, so that's it. Thanks, Thunderdome. It's not that big a deal. I, if if I'm here at 20, oh boy, that's a gigantic if.
2: That's, God almighty. What's the world going to look like in October of 2027? I don't. I have no idea. We'll have robot umpires by then, at least. Probably hologram. No pitchers. more Angel Hernandez. Might as well have
1: hologram quarterbacks because you damn sure okay, can't, tackle you can't
2: tackle them. Can't tackle Just make hologram quarterbacks all day. Outlaw the pass and we'll just run all day. I think they should put them back in leather helmets so they don't, so they can't use their helmets as a weapon. <laughs> See if they protect their heads more. Guys are going
1: out of their way to not use their helmets as a weapon and still getting called for stupid penalty. That was a horrible penalty yesterday. Terrible. You see two or three a week, but it is what it is. And the league's already said, too bad, suck it. I would not really the memo they wrote, but in so many words. Excuse my language. So that's it. Thank you, Thunderdome. I appreciate it very, very much. 15 years of loyalty. Uh, we have a huge group. I'll tell you this. I don't know about Dunham and Miller or Norm or anybody else in the state that's been on double digits of years, same station. Uh, I would put our little group of hardcore listeners, Thunderdome, up against anybody else's. It may, not, Thunderdome, bitch. It may not be the biggest audience. It's not small, um, but it's damn sure loyal, and I appreciate that. Y'all took a Dallas guy, which ain't true, but that's what I got painted at by these a-holes like Chris Dool and people that were over on Town bagging on me when they first I went on here. I got
2: something for all you hoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a Spurs game tonight. Oh, cool. I got to go in there and say hi to Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say hi to him. So I didn't know if I, it, it was, it was tough. It was, it was a hard one. That hate part, that 50% hate is about, is about 70% hate, 30% love. But somehow, someway <laughs> we hung on and I guerrilla marketed the shoot out of myself. And here we are still rolling 15 years on, man. And we're getting ready for red kettle season. Uh, before you know it, it'll be a time for another big barbecue on April the first of next year. So we're, we're doing good. We're only the Durham Bulls, and we can open, I go. I've never lied about my talent level. I've never pretended to be anything more than I am. We're the Durham Bulls, man, and we're still cooking. And I appreciate it very much. All right. Let's talk about that ball game yesterday, some. Um, noon games against the Lions and ho hum victories are kind of boring. So I don't think we're going to spend three hours on this at all. Uh, but if you tuned in and watched Puma and me yesterday do Cowboys overreact, which I suspect we'll have another boring one this Sunday. Tune in, though. And listen, and watch it. Do it. Watch to it. Watch to it. Watch it. So, I don't know. What do you want to start with? That The defense was amazing against an S team. Michael
2: Parsons look good again.
1: And I don't want to be all negative here, but meh. Uh I thought, you know, I, my basically I alluded to this yesterday. I've seen a couple of columns today saying it's a good thing that they played Detroit. The timing of Dak's return with it being against the Lions was good because two-thirds of the teams in the NFL probably beat the Cowboys yesterday because you're struggling to go out there and put points up on Detroit, who's given up 50 points a game, it seems like, going into the week. Now, granted, Detroit's coming off a bye week, but most of the teams in the league, more than 50% of them, maybe two-thirds of them, beat the Cowboys yesterday. So the timing to have Dak come back and get some of the rust out was good. So it was a very slow start for Dak. Finally, he got to simmering late third, early fourth quarter. I don't want to say that he got back to boiling like he was last year, but he was simmering and found himself. Got a little better as the game went on. And, of course, had good field position, set up by five turnovers by that defense in that first quarter. And he actually he didn't blame the uh, early inaccuracy in the postgame on rust. He may, been, he may have been BSing, but he blamed overconfidence. Dak Prescott said yesterday after the game that part of the reason why he was inaccurate was because of overconfidence. Okay, whatever, dude. Just go put 35 up on the Bears so I'll feel better about things because I don't feel great about things right now. I feel okay about things. We'll see. He has got to be way more efficient in the Bears game Sunday against a Bears team that arguably is worse than the Lions, probably are. He still got that kid that looks like he's a bust. Trey, La- I get yeah. Trey Lance, forty nine er, who's the kid? Who's a kid that the Bears took? Justin
2: Fields. Fields, Ohio State kid. He's still holding up. Is he all right? I mean, he's still they're still throwing him out there, but he uh, hasn't shown much. They're not coaching him because he's awful. And they play tonight, so they'll have a short
1: week too. So you got a team in the Bears coming back to Jerry World on a short week, coming off a Monday night game and you got Dak making his second start, so the, I don't want to hear anything about rust or nothing. They need, a, they need to beat the Bears like 35 to nothing. Like, seriously. Like, I think, they, I mean, there's no question they ought to be able to hold Chicago under 10. Hell, they may shut the Bears out, but Dak's got to be a hell of a lot better. And I still don't think, and this has been an ongoing problem, and, it was, and this, gets, this got lost in all the Cooper Rush hoopla because he's Cooper Rush and he's not awesome. They still don't have enough skilled players, I don't think, There for a couple of games, you and I actually thought, okay, well, maybe they do have just enough. Eh, I don't know, man. I don't know that they do. So this thing still has question marks for sure. But after Dak got hurt and the severity of which he hurt that thumb on opening night for this thing to be at five and two, seven games in, there's nobody in this city that would not take that. All right, we got a hell of a lot of stuff to do today. Um, I have not said much on the air. I'm not one for silly instagram posts and stuff not no offense to anyone that does i just wanted it to process i want to talk about russell in the next segment and then i want to try to get normal and talk and do regular stuff but we're gonna we're gonna pay homage to a, a a guy we lost in this building and i'm still processing it really and it's been strange so i'll do whatever i can to try to honor that man um in, in the way that I'm not very good at doing in in the next segment. all right let's talk about roof fix putting your solar paneling on can be a pain in the ass and extremely expensive and you're not always sure what you're getting let me vouch for my boys at roof fix. they are the best in the city when it comes to doing solar onto roofs it's roof fix. Just came off their most lucrative summer that they've ever had because it's hot. A lot of people finally want to get off the grid and get rid of CPS and lower their bills. But the other thing is is that the reason why so many people in this town are choosing Roof Fix is because they kick ass at what they do. And I'm happy that they're the official roofing and solar company of us. And they support Thunderdome hard. You go in there and get your solar done at Roof Fix and mention me, they will do your solar. And then they won't charge you anything until 2024. That's right. You don't have any bills at all. Until 2024 man it is roof fix get your solar with them they're the best and they don't pay you don't have to pay nothing for over a year it is 210 fix roof it's roof fix 210 fix roof
0: uh, ain't nobody calling me texting me paging me asking me are you still involved? Texting me, paging me, asking me, am I still in boys? Y'all use the check on me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm still in boys.
1: Third place, Dallas Cowboys. They're in the frickin' SEC West with those mighty Giants and Eagles. Giants are going to Seattle this week. This will be finally a decent team they'll play.
2: Every game they've played has been a one-score win or loss. That's at Brian Daybull. That's not they got a real stable. coach now. That is not. Yeah, but they a got a real stable coach. Trend.
1: Daniel Jones doesn't win any of those one-one run games. A year ago with Opie Garrett. Shout out to Krispy Kreme Rob. Had such a good time at the game Saturday. Looking back, I forgot to mention that I ran into the biggest Puma at the UTSA game.
2: It was a good scene out there Saturday. Good to see Taylor's boss out in the wild. Okay. God.
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Thunderdome. Ain't washed his hair since this picture was taken, probably.
2: Uh, yeah, that's accurate. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. So we, 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 got, we got wedding tomorrow. something. not gonna... on camera till Wednesday again. <laughs>
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, why are we on camera Wednesday? What are you talking about? Uh, Mike Taylor Live? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mike Taylor Live. That's right, Mike Taylor Live, our YouTube hustle. That's right, we'll be back uh, 8.30 on uh, Wednesday. I, that's another thing, I, I, I'm so busy. I got Every day I have to be reminded by my. I, I should write all my stuff down, that's the problem. I need an assistant. So we've got two remotes this week. Thursday, we're at McFinnegan's Irish Pub on 410 in Blanco. So tell your homies to come out there and hang out with us. Not Mike Taylor Live, not the nighttime show, the 4 to 7 radio show. This radio show will be done Thursday at McFinnegan's. Friday, will be up in New Braunfels at the Big Bit Barbecue, the brand new opening. Uh, Gosh, it opened up probably, what, a month ago or so? And now we're going to make the grand opening uh, Friday on the corner of Walnut and Landa. It is the wonderment that is the Big Bib. Uh, this segment is brought to you by McFinnegan's, the official Irish bar. They got over 25 different drinks in there. They never charge for pay-per-view UFC fights, all the football games and such. And we'll be out there on Thursday, 4 to 7. It is McFinnigan's, the official Irish pub with this radio
0: show. All
1: right. I don't do well with this kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> that doesn't mean that I don't care. It's because I think I over I care so much that I'm very, very... I'm cautious about what I do and say and how I act and stuff and I don't, I'm not one that, it's just, it's strange and it's surreal and I don't, I'm still processing it myself. So I'm going to do this the best I can and I'm going to just give my own, my own, my own reply because I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you the generic, you know, light lights up room and. You know, super cool guy and all that kind of thing. Any, if you knew Russell Rush at all, I don't need to tell you that he was a really great dude. I don't need to tell you that if you knew him at all. And if you didn't know him at all, then this is this isn't a segment for you. But go with it. So I'll give my own take on Russell. My kids loved Russell Rush. That's the thing that I, I've been trying to come up with a way to honor Russell, uh, the longtime um, stud over on now ninety six. And he gosh, we found out that he had cancer two years ago, I want to say, ish.
2: It was right when I started out here.
1: And he was such a such a strong dude and such he was always in a good mood, and it was he was just a genuine guy. And even though he had started taking more time off in the last year or so and kind of let was letting Raven do a lot of that show, all Raven's no longer here, but she was his little buddy. Uh, there for a couple of years and such. He was taking more time off. When he was here and when he was on the air and working, you would have never known that the guy was sick. Never, uh, because he was a strong dude and he was just that way. He had that he had that glow about him as a dude. He was doing the right thing in his life for a living. He was great at what he did. I used to give him crap all the time. Uh, I'd be like, hey dude, all right. In, on, in your car driving home, you, you got mega death on. You know, I know he, he would joke about I would give him crap about The crappy music that he had to play every day This is Russell driving home every day Come on After all day of Taylor Swift And Austin Mahone In One Direction Come on You got Cannibal Corpse on in the car right He would laugh his ass off uh, And I, I would like it I used to say You're like one of those cast members on Sesame Street When you get home You just go you just go insane Because you've been having act like you're 12 all day <laughs> And he just rolled with it and never got, he never got offended because he knew it was, he was, I was kidding. But the, the coolest thing that I can say about Russell Rush is that my kids loved him, loved him. My two big kids, they're 24 and 21, both tore up when I told them that Russell had passed on Friday night. The first time they got to meet Russell, they were in elementary school. I brought them up to the old station over off of I-10 in Vance Jackson. And they were just up there. I think it was in the summer and their mama was doing something, so they were up there with me. Um, If one of my, Mike has to bring his kids to work days, that happens so often in my life because I've got so many kids spread out all over the country. (laughs) And so the the 24 and the 21-year-old, they were probably, gosh, maybe nine and six, 10 and seven. And we're up there in the building, and I don't know why, but Russell happened to come up there and say, he popped his head in to say something. And I did, my 10-year-old's eyeballs just went, because she recognized that voice. Daddy, is that, is that, is that, is that, is that is that Russell Rush? Is that's is that Russell? Yeah, yeah, that's Russell. Whoa. Yeah, dad's, a, you know, dad's just the Durham Bulls radio sports dumbass. They couldn't care less about my, my gig. And I took them down, I, they, they got to the tour, so I then I went ahead and, and took it, They it wasn't even called Now 96 in those days. It was called, what the hell was it in those days? The Mix? It was called Mix. So they got to tour Mix Studios, and Russell just grabbed them and like took them down the hall, because I was getting ready to go on there, and Russell took my kids and showed them around the studio, and... Took him downstairs where we used to have bands. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the old place back in your marketing days. We had that really cool little setup, a little lounge where bands would play. Yes. And every band that would play down there would put their signature on the wall in a silver Sharpie. And so Russell showing them Justin Bieber's autograph and all these kind of people. And my 10-year-old um, begged him for Austin Mahone tickets. Do you even know who the hell that is? No clue. He was a little pop star that had a pretty good little run. I think he has a really successful YouTube show now, it has million viewing down sub, down down subscribers. He's got, got a million down subscribers. Austin Mahone's from San Antonio and was making an appearance that week at the station. And I they made me beg uh, Russell to get him in so they could see Austin Mahone and they got the meeting. And so my kids loved him. And that's probably the biggest praise that I can give anybody is that my kids loved him. They like you too, Puma. The last time I talked to Russell, he was mad at me because I threw one of his sponsors under the bus. (laughs) No way. I know, man. I said, dude, you know, it's not personal. He knew it wasn't personal. He's like, Mike, man, just come to me first. You remember the uh, earlier this summer when I slammed Santikos? Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: for uh, not accepting your eleven-year-old free movie <laughs> yeah. passes. I tried to take
1: movie passes into Santicos that had been expired for at least a decade.
2: Oh, they, they were they predated me living in the city. Sure, I and they the general, were yeah, yeah for eleven sure. or twelve. But years they old. did
1: not have an expiration date. Obviously printed on them. Minor detail. Maybe because they were so old it rubbed off. Maybe the ink just wore away. I, I never thought about that. And so I threw Santigo's under the bus and Russell got a hold of me. He's like, hey dude, here's Russell, sick,
2: not even at work. Hey, hey man, uh, what happened with Santigos? I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you oh, hear, man. so uh, what happened with <laughs> insert sponsor? Yeah, I'm like, dude, golly, and I felt bad because I'm like, I'm like, well, you shouldn't even
1: be worried about this stuff. I'm like, oh, man, you know, it's fine. We took care of it, and me and Santico's are great. I've been back twice since. Everything's awesome. I paid full price. It's all good. We saw Top Gun over there, which good. I lo- Yay, Santico's. The Palladium is my favorite movie theater with the city. It is my go-to theater, which is why I got pissed when my go-to theater wouldn't hook me up. Kind of went prima donna on them that day. The you-know-who-I-am did not work, but, and so I realized that I was nowhere nearly as popular as Russell. So, yeah, we took care of the scent. That's the last thing I that we talked about, <laughs> me pissing off the Santicos. The other thing, I don't know if you remember or not, but it might have been a year ago or so, or a year and a half ago or so. And I think Russell was on. No, he was, he was doing his show with Raven. And it was actually, was the day that he announced publicly. We're about to play a snippet. Uh, it was not long. No, actually, this is, yeah, this is right before this. But this is around the same time period, two and a half years ago, two years ago. Russell had said, uh, on, when he announced to his listeners that he was sick, he took he 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 mentioned me that day on on on, on now ninety six and said Taylor, you better not draft me to Celebrity Death Watch. And he's laughing. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Don't be making those jokes. So I you know I just roll with it. He he goes on Twitter too. No, he sent me a text message. Don't be drafting me on Celebrity Death Watch. Ha ha. And I reply, you're not famous enough. Don't worry about it. Nah. And so he was just a cool dude, man. He's sick. The guy's literally dying, and he's. Anyway, let's play this. This is the day after Kobe Bryant got killed. And here's Russell battling cancer, dealing with his own mortality. And I had Puma pull this, it's like 45 seconds or so. This is Russell Rush's take on living and dying. This is the day after Kobe Bryant got killed and he was talking about that, mentioned himself and his new perspective now that he was sick.
0: Because far too often we mourn and move on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the way of the world. So, But after my cancer diagnosis and continued battle, Here's something I discovered. Mm-hmm. We don't own anything here; it's rented. True. Right? Yeah. None of the worldly possessions we get to take with us. Right? Not even our loved ones. Mm-hmm. And 99% of the things that we worry about, they don't even matter. That's I mean, so true. Your job. Yeah. Your car. The traffic right now. Right? <laughs> uh, politics. Social media. None of it. Mm-hmm. Let it go. You know. Uh, what matters are your faith your family, and your friends. That's it, yeah. 100%. So stop looking into the future like it's some guaranteed fact of life because it's not. So the next time your phone rings, answer it. The next time you get invited somewhere, Raven, go. <laughs> Why? The next chance you get to tell somebody that you love them, say it, yeah. all right? Life is not measured by length, but by depth.
1: Yeah, Ah. He was 44 years old, that's stupid, it's stupid. But that, that guy's perspective, and that's that's him on the air there. But he was that guy off the air. He was that same dude, and his perspective, and the the guy's spirit and stuff. And I I'm not one to, you know, I, I didn't I didn't follow his wife on Facebook or nothing. I did see her. I, I was made aware of her post early last week that Russell was not doing well. Yeah, and so I didn't say much. I just wanted to get. I wanted to just let it play out. And I guess so. I, it, I'm. Stumbling all over this segment, but I guess the biggest thing that I could say about that guy that he was the same dude on and off the air. And ninety-five percent of the slap d's that I've worked with or worked in the same vicinity of or people I've met in this business are not the same guy off the air than they are on it. And he was the same dude, and his perspective was something that I and I, I I try to remind myself of that too, trying to measure things that are important versus things that are not and most things are not important and hearing that again today having puma play that i just i heard him i i stumbled across that somewhere today on instagram or something and that uh i think as as you get older hopefully we all have that perspective that not a lot of things matter except the things that truly matter and that might sound weird but it's true so that's just it you know family and faith, and what did he say? Friends. And after that, who the hell cares about much else?
2: Yeah, yeah, when you sent me that audio, it instantly reminded me of a, a great Modest Mouse song. Uh, I think the name of the song is actually One Chance, but it's there's a lyric in there where it's, my friends, my habits, and my family mean so much to me. And
1: that's it. <laughs> I love it. That's my, it. My
2: habits. My friends, my habits, my family. Yeah, so that's it.
1: And I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen any statement that I heart put out. I have not I, I'm not. I can't get bogged down on all the different things on Twitter and reading all the different posts and stuff. I just. I'm not any good doing that anyway, and I, it doesn't take me to good places. And so I just wanted to give my own perspective, and that's the thing that I can say the most about that man is whether he was genuine and he was real, and for some reason he loved the Iowa Hawkeyes, and I used to give him crap about that all the time. And I know he was up from that part of the country. Fine Midwesterner is what he was. One of the best Midwesterners you'll ever come across. So that's it. Uh, I worked with Russell for a long time. Didn't know him as well as many of y'all, some of you. So to his friends and his family and Raven, who I love very much as a human being, who I know is hurting because she worked with him. Uh, My thoughts and my heart goes out to everybody that knew him so much more than I did. I'm glad I knew him a little bit. All right, back on track. We'll talk about the Spurs weekend. They're trying to ruin my life and some more Cowboys discussion. It's Taylor. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.